3: This was all John Hammond's dream. <laughs> 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 Seriously? Well, we're
4: back.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 202nd episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. Now, last week... We played for you part three in our series of Choose Your Own Adventure stories from 2XL, the talking robot. That was basically like an 80s, 90s toy telling fun Jurassic Park stories with chaos in Jurassic Park. Um, And today, in this episode, we're going to bring you into the future with another choose-your-own-adventure Jurassic tale, this time from EarPlay and Alexa. Now, last year, we did interview Dave Grossman of EarPlay. Uh, EarPlay is the company behind Jurassic World Revealed, which came out um, just around um, uh, Fallen Kingdom, actually. It was all, like, that time was just a whirlwind of, like, stuff being released, and Jurassic World Revealed was right there with everything else, so it kind of got lost in the shuffle outside of that episode that we did Um, And we did play a rendition of our first Choose Your Own Adventure with your play and Alexa. But now we're going to bring you another one. Kind of like we did on that uh, 2XL episode where we just take a different route each time we, we give it another shot. So today we're giving it another shot, choosing some different paths to see where we go. I thought it would be fun to air these episodes kind of back to back here to see how the technology has changed or progressed, I guess, over the years. You know, because... 2XL, like I said, is something from from a long time ago, and you're talking about putting a tape into a tape deck and hitting a bunch of buttons. Now we're just going to speak out loud, let Alexa do the work behind the scenes to choose that adventure for us. So like I said, if you missed our first run-through of Jurassic World Revealed Chapter 1, go back to Episode 159. I'll link that in our show notes for you guys to hear it. I think it's interesting to at least hear any of the differences if there are any Um, and it is chapter 1 I think there are 6 maybe in total Um, and I think from chapter 2 on you actually have to pay uh, for those stories so we only cover chapter 1 here After that, we're going to head into the audio lab to hear from Steven Spielberg, Colin Trevorrow, Frank Marshall, Bryce Dallas Howard, Chris Pratt, B.D. Wong, and the creative team at Universal Studios Hollywood with some behind the scenes of Jurassic World The Ride. I'm going to play you guys uh, a bit of audio from a recently released video, which I I found pretty fantastic, to be honest, and, and it was very insightful, so don't miss that one inside the audio lab. Um, before both of those segments that I just listed we're going to go into the news and uh, hear from Colin Trevorrow again I I know I read you some tweets last week we're going to read a few more and we're going to cover an article from uh, Jurassic Outpost about Battle at Big Rock so we're going to find out as much as we can and see if there's any kind of hope for this story in the future we'll see but before all that, we have some business to take care of. Last week, over on our website, we did a ton of stuff, released a bunch of articles. Um, this one here is from Tom Fishenden. He actually covered Lego Jurassic World, Le- Legend of Isla Nublar, and what's going on with that project. Uh, when it, <laughs> what's the release on this thing? Why, why is this happening the way it's happening? He tries to cover as much as he can about this thing, as much as we know, at least. So check out that article. Um, Tom also did um, part two in his, uh, which actually I don't even think I mentioned part one. Sorry, Tom. Um, he reached out to a lot of people during Jurassic June to get some questions for a paleontologist, Dr. David Button from London's Natural History Museum. So he is a paleontologist out there, and uh, Tom collected all of these questions from all of you guys, and he asked the paleontologist, what's the deal with all these questions? And the paleontologist answered and uh, part one went up on our website last Friday and part two went up, uh, oh no I'm sorry, not last Friday, I guess it was like two Fridays ago now, and uh, part two went up last Friday and part three will be going up this Friday, so keep your eyes peeled for that as well. Um, it's very, very insightful. You get to learn a lot about dinosaurs and the fossils and everything about them. It's really incredible to get some kind of insight, because we don't really have that here on the podcast. Um, we're trying to make that uh, change here coming up soon. We'll see if we can get that going, but um, it is nice to at least get out some truth there as far as paleontology is concerned. So go check out that article. It was well-researched and uh, pretty great. I also uploaded a uh, behind-the-scenes of Jurassic World a Ride, which we are going to be hearing here today in the show. So if you want to see the visuals For that audio, go check out our article on the website where you can actually see it in motion. It's pretty great. I'd highly suggest checking it out as well. We also did reveal uh, some information about running Universal. This is a fairly new project that Universal has going on in their park where you can sign up to register for a 5K, 10K, or more options. And you can run through the park itself, which is really cool, and also the um, historic backlot. So if you want to get some uh, very cool sites while you're on a run, sign up for one of their running Universal events. This is their second event, Jurassic World Run. Uh, the first one, I think, was Minions, and uh, we tried to get a layout. It looked really cool as far as the map and everything as to where everybody ran. I haven't seen the Jurassic World one uh, yet, so I do know that it does run through the Jurassic area as well as the other sections of the park, but it does go through the park gates, you know, the Jurassic World gates and everything. It will go into the back lot where I'm sure you'll pass by um, a lot of the props and stuff that they have on the back lot tour, which will be really cool. So, you know, don't be intimidated or anything. This is a 5K and a 10K. Um, There's other options which I'll get to as well. So we do have a promo code which is JPPod10. So just type that in, JPPod10, for 10% off your... Uh, registration for the 5k and the 10k, but like I said, don't be intimidated. You could walk these if you want to, you don't have to be a runner or anything like that. And they also do have other, you know, uh, stuff as well for kids. There is a kids 1k Raptor Run, so our promo code does not cover that. The Raptor Run is pretty cheap already, so our uh, promo code excludes the Raptor Run and also uh, team member signups and uh, pass holder signups. So if you are Um, signing up for the 1k a pass holder or a team member you cannot use the promo code but any everybody else out there can use it jppod10 to get 10 percent off your run that's pretty awesome so i'm glad we can bring that to all of our listeners out there sign up for this and like i said don't be intimidated just go out there and have fun honestly if i would sign up i would like to do the run myself but i would also kind of just like to chill and just like look around and just see what's going on in the Jurassic World section and, uh, and all the other sections. And, of course, if you want to, there are options where you can uh, purchase, like, a ticket involved in your price as well. And you can go on a ride and visit the park as well after that. So that's pretty cool. I am very excited for Jurassic World run. Universal Studios Hollywood is uh, pulling out some really cool stuff right now. So go check that out on our website. And don't forget about our promo code where you can sign up for 10% off. That's awesome. Now moving over to YouTube, I just wanted to let you know we're probably going to be doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday release schedule for a lot of our new content for the next few weeks here. So this past Monday, we uh, I think that's when we started doing this uh, schedule here, I released a video for the Masaurus, Um, a new toy from Mattel. I did an uh, unboxing and review of that one. It got as ridiculous as always. Uh, that was a fun one. It's like the cute little... Um, Kind of like a Patasaurus little thing. It's tiny, very tiny. I love the thing. I also did a Let's Talk Jurassic, one of our live stream videos on Wednesday. So that one was pretty fun. We talked about the Zavi Primal collection, which um, I think is another thing I probably didn't mention here. I keep coming across news items, and I'm like. I forgot to mention this, Uh, but that one is pretty cool. So check that out. It has the Zavi Primal Collection. I talk about Jurassic World Run. We talk about Kevin Jenkins, the new uh, production designer, and Lego Jurassic. So check out that one. I'm in that one. You can see me talking. You can see all the stuff I'm talking about behind me. Um, It's pretty cool. I love, love doing those live streams. So... um, we're going to be doing another live stream this Wednesday as well. I don't know what's going to be in it. We'll, we'll come up with some good topics for you guys. Um, but on last Friday, we actually did part five of Tom Fishenden's, uh, Claire's sanctuary playthrough for Jurassic world evolution. He is running strong on this playthrough. He's in, he's done five so far. We have many more to go. Um, they air every Friday, uh, for the, you know, next few weeks as well. So keep your eyes peeled for those. So that, uh, that was part five. And typically they're around like 30 minutes each, so uh, tons of good content for you guys. So if you're a fan of Jurassic World Evolution and you don't have time to play Claire's Sanctuary, you can check out his playthrough, see all the struggles that he's going through. It's pretty intense and a lot of fun. And then on Saturdays, which I'm trying to stick to this schedule as well. I know I want to get stuff out on the weekends for you guys, but um, at least for now, Saturdays are going to be reserved for uh, releasing the episode that aired that week. So last week I aired uh, the Game Trail episode, Chaos in Jurassic Park, with 2XL and Aaron Beyer, part three of that series. So check that one out. Now, I do say, I will say that I do have our schedule for this coming week. I usually don't have that for you guys. But first up, you're going to see uh my review of the Silorus a uh, really cool toy from Mattel I uh took up uh, took a look at that attack pack toy very cool item and then like I said this Wednesday is also going to be another live stream and then Friday again Claire's Sanctuary playthrough, and then I'll try to air this episode that you're hearing right now over on YouTube. So if you want to get a look, you can check it out there as well. I've already scheduled out a lot of the videos for the next few weeks here. There's a lot of really cool stuff coming up, Uh, Jurassic World Live Tour stuff, more reviews, more Jurassic World Evolution stuff. So keep your eyes peeled over on YouTube. I think we got a great channel. But enough of all of that stuff. Why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with a little bit of Jurassic news from around the
4: world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access me program.
3: Access me security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but that Boy, we been right all the time. It's day. I guarantee it.
0: So today in the news, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Battle at Big Rock. Um, Jurassic Outpost did an article, which was actually uh, guest-contributed from uh, Tom here on the podcast. Tom fishman wrote this one up. And uh, an interesting point that they were talking about, the information here from Outpost, talked about a, uh, a reported budget of $10 million for uh, this short film. So that's, that's pretty interesting. We haven't really heard about a... Uh, a budget just yet. So $10 million seems to have been that threshold, which they might have exceeded there. And uh, that that's a bit expensive. So, from the sounds of it, at least, it seems like they might want to try to make some money off of this instead of just pushing it into theaters maybe with a project that will be making its own money. So it sounds like they might want to make their, their own money with this project instead of somebody else benefiting from a Jurassic World short in front of the, a movie. So, I think it might see some sort of release here. Maybe maybe it'll be something that's like exclusively on like an iTunes or uh, Amazon or something where you actually have to buy it or just a DVD because, you know, a lot of uh, these um, shorts that they've done so far, like like the Lego stuff, you, they're pretty much shorts. They're very, very short and they're usually like 20 minutes or so. Um, now, they've all been released on DVD. The, the Indominus Escape was something that – um, where did that that where did it even air? I forget where it originally aired, but uh, that was available on Netflix and then um, also on DVD. And it also had some like some bonus stuff on there as well. There was also uh, the secret exhibit, which aired on NBC and which was misconstrued. <laughs> Speaking of things uh, interesting here, uh, side note also as well, uh, the Jurassic World like uh, official accounts said that their new Lego thing was coming this week. This Saturday, which was this past Saturday, but it turned out it was just the secret exhibit being re-aired on Nickelodeon. So there was a lot of people very confused about what was coming. So, um, and that was also on DVD already. So it's it's pretty hilarious. Like they just, I feel like there's so much confusion from from Universal's end as to how they want to release stuff. They just don't know what to do at this point, and it's kind of frustrating to be honest. So. Maybe we'll tackle that next week in The uh, the Wire. So I've got a lot of stuff to say about all that. So um, that was just a, a tangent there. But I think maybe that's where we'll get this at some point. So if they want to make money off of it, I guess a DVD is their best possibility, right? I mean, what other options are there? I guess they could sell it to somebody. I, I have no idea, but I think maybe they'll try to make us buy it and uh, pay them back for that $10 plus that they may have spent on this project. But um, I do want to talk about this because, you know, we've been questioning whether it's actually happening or not. Is this thing, you know, continuing on? Did it disappear for good because it didn't air with Hobbs and Shaw? So I want to cover a tweet that was from at Hardline underscore pro, and this person said, what exactly is Battle at Big Rock? Can you tell us anything, or do universal execs have you sworn to secrecy? And uh, that was tagged straight to at Colin Trevorrow. And Colin uh, responded himself and said, I have myself sworn to secrecy. The punishment would be severe. So what I'm gathering from that, I have myself sworn to secrecy. The punishment would be severe. The fact that he is at least acknowledging for the first time, I think, that Battle at Big Rock is a thing is good news, right? It's it's good news to hear that he is talking about it. Like, if if this thing was gone and never coming back, he would not even mention it. He would just want everybody to forget about it, right? Just don't talk about this thing that's not ever coming to light. So that was my mindset, right? That's what I'm thinking when I saw that tweet. And then, uh, at Glenn DeSimple, uh, I, sorry if I butchered your name there, he said, at, at Colin Trevorrow, so... I guess the project is still alive? And he responded, Colin responded, and said, Never died. So yeah, I mean, there you have it. He's confirming himself. It never died. He is talking about it, so we're going to be seeing this. It's just a matter of how we're going to be seeing it, like the Outpost article had said. And I guess it it seems like we're probably going to be getting this in a paid fashion somewhere. Uh, You know, honestly, it would be awesome if they just... um, Re-released *Fallen Kingdom*, or or did a you know a double screening of *Jurassic World* and *Fallen Kingdom*, and then put this short as well, or, or even just one of the movies that's fine too. But like tie this short into that a re-release of these movies. Re-releases are 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 ha- have been a thing for a very long time, but right now it seems like they're extra popular. Uh, you know, with *Endgame* re-releasing to get that top dollar, and uh, I just think I heard uh, *Spider-Man* is re-releasing with more deleted footage and stuff like that. So. It's, it's over a year now, but let's get Fallen Kingdom back in theaters or something like that. I would definitely go see it again, especially if they had Battle at Big Rock in front of it. Or you know what? That, even, that wouldn't even make any sense. Battle at Big Rock would definitely have to come after it because of, you know, the timeline stuff. So it would make more sense to say, stay tuned after the movie for a sneak peek. Or not even a sneak peek. See the whole thing. Battle at Big Rock. I would definitely stick around. That would be awesome. So I just wanted to relay that information for you guys. So if you want uh, more information from that Outpost article, head to the link in our show notes, and you'll also see uh, the tweets from Colin Chavarro. Oh, there it is. There it is. This is a game trail, Mr. Ludlow. Carnivores hunt
1: on game trail. Hey, I'm coming online. Get over there.
5: Some people think that robots are the future.
0: This is a game trail. Game
5: trail machine supercomputers and virtual reality displays this is a game we call hide and seek it's a scent drill we've done it about a thousand times with these animals <laughs> wait to engage look at these creatures they've got millions of years of instinct in their cells instinct that we can program herd the animal into a kill zone that's when we take our shot get a clear shot wait on my command and give her everything you got
3: I hate computers this new program's incredible
0: Violence and technology, not good, bad fella. Welcome, everybody, into the game trail again today. I I don't feel like I get to do these game trails all that much by myself, so here I am, and uh, I think the last time we covered Jurassic World Revealed, we probably just put it inside the audio lab, but. Since it's, like, kind of a game, we might as well put it in here. So, like I said, we're revisiting Jurassic World Revealed to cover Chapter 1 again with a brand new playthrough of the story. Um, I know we have probably a ton of new listeners since our last coverage of this story. So, if you do want to hear that run-through, the first run-through... Go back to episode 159. Like I said earlier in the intro, you're going to hear my interview with Dave Grossman. He is a seriously prolific uh, game creator and uh, content creator. And also the man behind Jurassic World Revealed over at Earplay. And uh, you'll hear also my first playthrough, like I said. Um, The first one was pretty interesting. That was literally the first time I had ever done it. So I didn't know anything about this playthrough. What it is is basically the story of Janet Best a podcaster, which I always found hilarious that there was this like story surrounding Jurassic involving a podcaster heading off to Isla Nublar to track down like in a mystery, uncover a story. And it's basically set right before Fallen Kingdom. And I think it like later on in the story, it progresses and ties into the story of Fallen Kingdom. If I, if I know like understood this, the synopsis correctly or whatever. So It's pretty awesome. I'm excited to dive into it again here today. So, remember, if you want to do this yourself, go ahead and grab an Alexa-enabled device and just say, Alexa, open Jurassic World Revealed. Hopefully I didn't just mess up all your Alexa devices out there. Alexa! Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So, Alexa, open Jurassic World Revealed.
4: Welcome
2: back. To continue your story, say resume. You can also start over. Start over. Are you sure you want to start over and lose your current story progress? Yes. Okay. Progress deleted. Restarting your story. Hi, Jesse. It's Janet. Can you hear me? Yes. Great. I just got a really hot tip. It's. I think this is the break we've been looking for. I mean, this next episode, if, if we get the story. This is why we got into podcasting in the first place.
0: I'm trying <clears throat> to get that story. I
2: just broke my screen again. Janet, uh, Like I was saying, there's. Who's breaking your screen? I, I can't give you full details right now. I'm out in public. But there's something going down on Isla Nublar. Yes, that Isla <laughs> Nublar. Did you ever visit Jurassic World when it was open? No. Well, now's your chance. We've got to get out there and cover this. You have to be there with me. I need your judgment. In fact, there's already something I'm wrestling with. Nothing changed. If we just go sneak onto the island, we could get in big trouble. Legal trouble. I mean, I can try to get some kind of official permission, which is great if they say yes, but... The risk is if they say no, then we're in even bigger trouble if we get caught there. We're definitely going no matter what. I guess what I'm wrestling with is, is it better to ask for permission or forgiveness? Permission? Yeah, you're probably right. I'll see if I can figure out whether I should be talking to InGen or the Costa Rican government or the U.S. Embassy. Meanwhile, I'll
4: like look that.
0: into flights
2: to Costa Rica and passage from there.
0: I don't know if that'll change. It, it might but...
2: get a little rough, we'll but really what could go wrong? Talk to you soon. Chapter one. Hi there. You're listening to Frankly Best, your go to podcast for cutting edge journalism and new angles on stories you thought you knew. I'm Janet Best. With me, as always, is my faithful producer and confidant, Jesse. Jesse, say hello. Hello. This week, I am recording in what is possibly the coolest location on the planet. Isla Nublar.
0: Hey! How?
5: You didn't say there would be more people on the island.
2: I thought you weren't going to get off the boat.
5: Other people means more dangerous. You get caught, maybe I get caught.
2: We've done this kind of thing before.
5: You don't even notice me right behind you. (laughs) You get caught, I don't get paid. Give me the rest of the money now. Then I will wait for you.
2: That's not what we agreed on.
5: We'll agree on it now.
0: So last time, we didn't
2: give him the money. I don't like this, Jesse. It seems like if we don't give him the rest of the money, he's going to sail away the minute we turn our backs. But I'm worried that if we do give it to him, he's got no motivation to wait for us. Tell me, do we pay him or stick to the deal? Pay him. (sighs) All right.
0: I don't want to, but...
2: That's all of it. Okay, it's good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. If there's any trouble getting back here, or if you have to move the boat, we'll use this radio to contact- So,
0: nothing changed. I can't
2: believe I just did that!
0: Oh, I can't hold on to anything for five
2: seconds without breaking it.
0: That last scene a little bit.
2: Not sure what to do now.
5: Here, you take this. You need to contact me. You shoot off the flare. Be careful, there's only one. Don't break it.
2: Thanks. Let's divvy this stuff up. I'll carry one of these, you take the other. Would you rather carry the flare gun or the first aid kit? First aid kit. Cool. Boring. Hopefully Um, we won't need that, but you can't be too careful. I'll take the flare gun. Here, would you rather take the binoculars or the chocolate? Chocolate. Great, I got the binoculars. All right, I think Use we're those set. binoculars last time, though. Let's get moving. And the chocolate. Jesse and I are heading out along the old monorail path towards the center of what was once the Jurassic World theme park. Uh-huh. Word has come down from the Senate Special Committee that the U.S. government will take no action on Isla Nublar. Why? But Frankly Best has received a tip that the Dinosaur Protection Group has come here themselves to rescue the dinosaurs before the volcano erupts.
0: Claire, where are you at? Which
2: experts have been predicting could happen at basically any moment. Though I tried to obtain official permission to come, I couldn't find anyone with the authority to grant it. So, Jesse and I have snuck out here, under the official radar, to witness and report. This is Frankly Best, where we seek the truth and tell it. Stay tuned. And done. Good podcast. All right. Weirdly, I kind of wish they would build a new park. It's a shame that there are dinosaurs and no one can see them except on TV. How about it, Jesse? Simple yes or no. Do you think they should build a new park? No. Yeah, you're probably right, unfortunately. Something always seems to go wrong and the dinosaurs get... Wait, I think I hear something. Yeah, still, really didn't change oh, anything oh god, here. Oh my, god, oh my god,
0: she expanded a and little bit. Now last we time. are
2: having our first dinosaur encounter. This is wow, this is really incredible. Seeing them on television cannot convey how enormous, how amazing these creatures are. The dinosaur is coming right up to us as we. Walk along the monorail path. We can tell by the vertical plates along its back and its spiky tail that it's a stegosaurus. How
4: how low
0: is this monorail path?
2: Now this is a big dinosaur. It's an herbivore, but so is a moose. And just like a moose, the sheer size of this magnificent creature creates some danger. Anyone lucky enough to get this close to one should be taking the appropriate precautions. Yeah. Except, Jesse, I- I'm not 100% sure what those are. W- what do you think? Should we scare it, freeze, or give it food?
0: Scare it.
4: Just Re- like a bear. That
2: time. You make yourself look as big as you can and act like you're not scared. <sighs> ah! Ah! God, I'm not afraid of you. Uh. Oh. Oh boy. Jesse, get down under those bushes. Get down. Oh, for example, podcast listeners, it's a notoriously bad idea to startle a stegosaurus with a it's noise a bad like that.
4: Idea.
2: Jesse and I have retreated a little ways to stay out of the way of that angry tail. Fortunately, the dinosaur is not pursuing us. But it's still really close. Jesse, should we soothe her or run for it? Run for it. This way! <laughs> <laughs> Intense. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Where are those binoculars? Oh, right, I've got them. Back here again. Down there. That's our boat. Headed out to sea. Hey, hey, get back here. Uh-huh. Whoops. Oh, I can't believe it.
0: Shouldn't have given that I money. I can't
2: believe it. The creep took our money and now he's leaving us behind. Well. That's a problem. I I guess we're going to have to improvise a way off the island.
3: You have reached the end of chapter one out of six total chapters.
2: This is frankly best where we seek the truth
3: and tell it. These dinosaurs are about to be lost. They're, They're to going to lost. die.
2: Jesse and I are on the trail of a truly it's incredible a story. Should we risk it or I find a professional?
4: from here if you want to stay alive drop it and turn around
2: what do you think is more important right now safety or quality recording run is
0: it baryonyx maybe a premium purchase will grant access to the remaining chapters of your story Will you and Janet explore Isla Nublar alongside the Dinosaur Protection Group to uncover the new mysteries of Jurassic World? Yes or no?
2: No. You can come back anytime to play the free content or make a premium purchase. Thank you for playing Jurassic World Revealed.
0: So there you have it. It seems like... Mostly despite my changes, we ended up hearing a lot of the same stuff. So that is – it's slightly disappointing and not very optimistic for the future, like for the full story because – well, I mean, if I'm being truthful, I have not done the full story. Um, but I i am interested in knowing what's out there. But it, it doesn't make me hopeful for the future of that story. I really hope it doesn't cover, you know, the same – Path each and every time, and I really want change. I want, I want it to feel like a different story. Like I'm actually making a difference. Um, That is something like I really hope for. And I feel like with 2XL, every time I make a change, it feels different and it feels like a different story. Despite what I said in the last episode, I know I said it was very similar, but we had already done it three times at that point. So I, I just want it to feel like it's my own story, and especially in this because. You know, you're playing the role of Jesse, so you are involved in this story. You're not just choosing an adventure, you are the adventure. And I want it to be really awesome. And personally, I find the 2XL stories a little bit more fun, despite how high-quality everything is here on display for uh, from AirPlay. But um, I'm definitely interested in hearing where the story goes from here, despite all that. Um, well, I, I say that, but apparently not interested enough uh over the past year to actually give it a shot but you know i've been busy so there's always that right but it's it's fun it's awesome and i I really do want to give it another shot uh explore it even more i don't have the price on hand sorry i i didn't come fully prepared here but uh it's super easy to set up the skill just enable that on your alexa device have fun with it and uh hopefully enjoy the full thing But that about does it here from the game trail. So hopefully we have some more game trails for you soon with other games, more 2XL, more Jurassic World revealed. I can't wait, guys. It's going to be
3: fun.
5: Hold your fire. Do not fire.
3: God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. right
0: all the time we' gonna have to drop the can are you ready one two come on. so today in the audio lab we're gonna hear from Steven Spielberg Colin Trevorrow, Frank Marshall Bryce Dallas Howard Chris Pratt B.D. Wong and the creative team at Universal Studios Hollywood with some behind the scenes of Jurassic world the ride let's go ahead and give a listen as they give us a scoop on filming the scenes the history of the ride in creating a thrilling experience for park guests. Let's check it out.
3: So Jurassic Park came out in the summer of 1993. And by the summer of 1996, uh, Sid Sheinberg, Lou Osterman, the Universal team uh, had determined, you know, to build a Jurassic Park ride. I had never seen such an ambitious a project before coming out of the theme parks but there's something that's kind of really for me uh, almost like legacy is when that movie has been given a permanence and when they made the Jurassic Park ride Jurassic Park suddenly had a home. when Jurassic World, you know, came out and was such a success, we all thought that we needed to expand the footprint and create a, a worldview of that particular movie.
5: I love Jurassic Park, I love that movie, but the movie is about a theme park that never opens. And finally, when we were able to make a film about a fully operational theme park, we opened up the opportunity to be able to bring people to a theme park. And so that's what we've done. You can, you can watch Jurassic World, you can see other people go through uh, that wonder and that awe and, and that trauma and that fear, or you can come here and you can actually go through all those things yourself.
0: One of the things we wanted to do was make the ride authentic. And I think one way to do that is to have the cast from the movie participate in
5: the experience that you're having on the ride.
4: Hello, I'm Claire Deering. I'm so thrilled that you're joining us here today.
1: What we've done is kind of established the conceit that you're kind of watching Jurassic TV, if you will. You're at Jurassic World, you're seeing a lot of different episodes. Uh, We go to many different locations. We learned a little bit about the training at Blue. We learned some new information from Dr. Wu. And so we're kind of in this nice, fully immersive
3: setting. Well, I'm here today to play the character of Dr. Wu for the Jurassic World ride at Universal Studios. When you're gonna get on the ride, you kind of know at some point that some Jurassic stuff is gonna go down. And and so, watching him be super positive in the face of what you know is gonna happen is always kind of fun, that's part of the movie.
5: I do an all paleo diet. I try to have around 40 pounds of raw beef flank every morning. My colon's a nightmare. Look at these guns. I just
3: for well, Universal, this is what we want. We want the fans to feel like they are still in the world and they are dis- discovering new things and new stories where they get to be part of
1: as we get on the ride we're really going to go through that experience where dinosaurs ruled the world in the context of the jurassic world series so of course it's only natural that the first experience we see is the giant mosasaurus
4: I think the interesting thing for the guests is, you know, I think they expect to see some really amazing animatronic dinosaurs, but I don't think they expect to see an actual aquarium with a mosasaurus in it. And and we have, you know, we have this amazing structure. It's a hundred feet long, it's filled with water. You're gonna see water rising above you on either side, and you're gonna actually see the mosasaurus.
1: The mosasaurus was to me is one of the most important things we could do because it was something that was so unique. Uh, something that's never been done before to create that kind of illusion of a a Grand Aquarium.
4: So one of the things that the guests will learn in the attraction is they'll, they'll hear a little bit about the history, the Jurassic Park history, you know, the history of the science that came before, and then Dr. Wu's gonna explain how he's taken that science and built on it step by step, and learned how to crossbreed dinosaurs and hybridize dinosaurs, and to create entirely new creatures that the Earth's never seen before.
1: The Indominus is, is a very dynamic dinosaur for us. The level of detail is spectacular, I have to say, that I've been blown away by what I've seen. You're
3: literally face to face with
1: this
4: dinosaur. I love the idea as a fan of this, this meta experience, right? Like, you know, letting go for a minute and going, okay, I'm, I'm standing in the gate feels like I'm in Jurassic World.
0: I think people are always gonna love dinosaurs. Dinosaurs
5: are real. They they were here. There's something that happens when you turn like two, two and a half, where suddenly you point at a dinosaur and you say, I, I want to know what that is. I want to know everything about it. Uh, and it's it's amazing how global that is, how completely universal that is. Uh, children are, are fascinated by these creatures. And so to be able to provide that moment where their eyes pop open and they see something that, that looks genuinely real in front of them that they feel they could reach out and touch. Uh, I remember that feeling and it's, it's pretty awesome to be able to, to give that to, to kids now.
3: When I was a kid, I was obsessed with dinosaurs, but the only place I could go to see a dinosaur was the National Natural History Museum. And there were bones, and the bones were, of course, gargantuan and I was a little kid. And it was intimidating and scary and at the same time very compelling. But today, the fact that you can go somewhere and you could be, both be entertained and you could also be informed that dinosaurs can be in the movies and in the theme parks brought back to life. And that's, that's thrilling.
0: Big thanks to Universal for creating this. You know, to be honest, I, I, I'm i very grateful that something like this exists in this day and age. It's, you know, it's still short. It's very short, and I would love more information. And I think all the Jurassic fans out there are clamoring for more information like this. So this is very awesome that we at least got this scoop into the ride. To hear from all these amazing people and the people behind the scenes of the ride and the Universal Studios team, um, that is like what I love hearing. I love hearing what goes into this ride technically hearing all about that stuff makes me so happy that is like the stuff that we are missing on the film side. I want more in depth stuff, not just not just kind of like what this is like a sit down where you just you see them uh, you know Colin and and the crew some of the crew sitting in seats just telling a story. I want the story on display, which we did get here as well. So I want to hear that story being told through the process. So thank you so much to everybody at Universal for making this, sending it our way. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the 202nd episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I really appreciate you guys each and every week. Um, I don't have anybody to thank, it was just me covering this episode today, so I'm going to thank myself. Hey, you know what? I'm going to thank my guests, Alexa and uh, Janet Best, and uh, also my guests, Steven, Colin, Frank, Bryce, Chris, BD, and uh, all the creative team members. There's a lot of guests, guys. I I talked personally to all of these people here today, so thank you for uh, myself for all the great coverage, um, for all the interview skills all that great stuff. I know it was great. I did a great job. Um, But no, seriously, thank you, everybody, for listening to this, for sticking around on my little tangents and uh, obviously not funny jokes. But um, I do appreciate it each and every week. You guys are so great. And um, the excitement just never stops. Like there is always something to talk about each and every week. And You know, here we've been talking about Battle at Big Rock for a while, wondering what's going on. We had Lego stuff pop up over the week and um, theme park stuff. It's just literally nonstop from all quadrants. It's anything and everything, toys, movies, TV shorts, all kinds of stuff, theme parks. it's, It's incredible. It's incredible. And I love even bringing you... You know, stuff that you might not have explored to its fullest extent, like Earplay with their Jurassic World Revealed uh, storytelling uh, game there. I love it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And um, we'll go ahead and and give you some more stuff next week in The Wire. So stay tuned. If you have anything that you specifically want to hear in The Wire, let us know over on Twitter or social media or on our Facebook group. Um, Maybe we'll start up a thread over there to let us know what you guys want to hear but um, I'm sure we'll be bringing a lot of interesting topics for you guys this week, uh, this coming week. So stay tuned for that. But why don't we go ahead and get into some reviews here today? If you guys haven't already, please head to Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to this on an Apple device, just open up that podcast app, search for our podcast, leave, leave us a review. The app has made it um, more easy than ever to go ahead and leave a review. In the past, it used to be fairly difficult and, and fairly annoying. To leave a review now it is super super easy, and I know there are way more listeners than reviews out there. So please go give us a shot, leave us a review. It will really really help. It only takes about you know a minute and a half, two minutes of your time to leave us those five stars. Write something funny, write something serious, whatever you want to do. We'd really appreciate it. I'm gonna go ahead and read them because, well, I- I'll be honest. I'm gonna run out of stuff to read eventually if you guys don't write more. So, hey, this is a threat. Go write more or I'm going to stop reading them only because I have to because I have nothing else to read, right? So um, soon we're going to be diving into more countries around the world and reading their reviews and and getting more of that stuff out there. But we're still here in the U.S. for the time being. So let me read you two reviews here. Very, very serious (laughs) reviews. This first one comes from C.R. Vuno, and this was left um, uh, June 8th, 2015, so that was a long time ago. And it says, A+. Plus. Great podcast. Finally, someone made one for my favorite movie. Great content and high quality. And I'll tell you what. That, that came from my best friend, Chris, uh, back in 2015. And it's not his favorite movie as far as I know. Um, so he straight up lied. So, But that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You guys got to go out there. It's fine. If you want a straight-up lie, (laughs) go ahead, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to tell you to do so, but that's fine if you need to. He's my buddy. He's my good friend, and I've known him for, oh, God, probably, yeah, 25 years. No, more than that. Jurassic Park's been out for 25, no, six years now. Um, It's more than that. So almost, almost going on 30 years, man. I know you're not listening to this because Jurassic Park is not your favorite movie, but I really appreciate you taking the time. See, that's what good friends do, guys. Let's let's go ahead and read this next one, which comes from Brad. And it, hey Brad, what's going on? It's uh, it was from five, uh, so May thirtieth, two thousand and fifteen. This one says, "I may be biased, but I love it." <laughs> and and that one was from me. So now I'm reading you. All the reviews of just me and my friend Chris. So that's where we stand now. So you guys really got to come through. Actually, look, you got to come through, but there, we still have more to read. Like, don't don't worry. There are more serious reviews coming in the future. But I just wanted to go ahead and read these. Get these ones out of the way because they're there, and I wanted to read them just so you guys didn't think I was ignoring, you know, Brad and C.R. Vuno. So, <laughs> so I read them. I got them out of the way. I hope you enjoyed that. But, yeah, I left a review for myself. What are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody does that, right? Like, that's the thing is – oh, sorry. Hit the mic. I, I leave review for my own podcasts, but I also try to, relieve, uh, try to leave a review for everybody out there who has a podcast. If I can remember, I know I listen to a lot of shows, and, um, you know, I get a lot of content for free. So all it does is take a, a few minutes to just leave a review and uh, it really makes a difference, guys. It really makes a big difference on our end, on uh, people's end searching for this show. They'll see it. They'll see that other people think like them and that's all they need to hear. So yeah, that about does it for this episode. And and as always, I want to, you know, part uh, some advice on you guys and just say be yourselves, you know. Have fun. Be, you know, joke around. Just be silly. Be stupid. Be stupid. It doesn't matter. Just just have fun and uh, be yourselves because I've found that, especially with a lot of my recent YouTube content and stuff like that, I've, I've tried to make them a bit sillier and a bit more uh, fun in general, and I've had a blast making them and actually re-watching them and stuff like that. I've actually watched a few of them over and over again because I just I find myself so dumb sometimes, and uh, I've gotten a lot of good reaction from stuff like that, from being myself and having fun. And I think if we can all do that a little bit in our personal lives and just have a great time, uh, life will be a lot better. It really will be. And this this past weekend, I had a blast with my family, just being myself, being stupid and goofy and, and silly with my kid, and it really felt great. So I, I want to tell everybody else out there to do the same thing, to just have fun. Don't be so serious on the internet. It's not worth it. It's a it's it's a silly game. Uh, this whole thing, everything, life in general, just have fun with it. You only got one shot, so be be your most authentic self. That sounds really corny, but do it right. I mean, just have fun with it and be silly. That's my parting words. Be silly, guys. Have a good one. I'm going to go ahead and roll the outro. Thanks.
1: Saddle up! Let's get this movable feast underway.
0: Please give us a follow on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at jurassicparkpodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, jurassicparkpod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy.
3: Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.